Hi, welcome to the Head to Sing Teams podcast. My name is Liam. I'm so glad you're with us today. This is a time where we think back to the weekend and dive te- deeper into the message. We're also here with Pastor Nick. He's going to tell us what's important. I really can't wait. This is going to be awesome, guys. Well, here we go. It's time to get it started. <laughs> oh, that makes me so Thank you happy. so much, Liam. What a great intro. <laughs> so good. Travis uh, recorded a new one for us last week, and I forgot to save it. So I had to start over again this week and do another new one. I made it one full week, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought a, that was pretty incredible. That was though. amazing. That was good. But hey, thanks again for tuning in, everybody. We're just fresh off a week that we celebrate our mamas. And uh, Miss Andrea Kessler was rocking the stage this week as one of the main communicators. So she is joining us today. How are you, Andrea? It is great. How was your mommy's day? It was awesome. I had dinner cooked for me. That's always good. That is good. Yeah, I'll take it. Did I you, didn't. I cook. didn't cook. I feel bad now. <laughs> I, I nor did I cook. As long as Ariel or Laura did not cook. That's yeah, they, all that they didn't. Yes. I guess okay. we we nope. went to. Nope, that's all that matters. We went to both lunch and dinner, but that's yes. that's best case scenario for our family. Awesome. Yes. Um, and Travis got a shout out for this Mother's Day actually for finding out all the coffee orders of the moms around. Yes. Was that Sunday? I believe I was a recipient of that. I just wow, try to do just something a little for the moms out there. That was pretty good. It Definitely was heard a few positive comments on that. Well, Travis, kudos. The shout out to the moms. You guys have the hard job, you know? <laughs> He's the number one mother lover. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Always good to have you, Trav. And uh, Pastor Nick's back with us today. Yes. Good to have you, sir. Thank you. Glad to be back. It's really good times. And Andrea, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. From all of us. Yes. Andrea, do you want to do a little bit of a, put the mic like right here-ish. Yes. Am I better? Oh, so much better. Oh, good. So much better. Cool. Um, Well, again, just happy to have you guys back with us. Um, We're in that time of year where it just feels like everything is going on. There's kids graduating high school. There's Mother's Day. We have our Central Academy graduation in like an hour. It's just popping off with activities, activities, activities. I think we've had, uh, we had to schedule a babysitter six out of seven nights in a row, I believe, for everything going on, it feels like. But yeah, we're here. We're, we're at the final stretch of this whole school yes. season ministry year, so. Yeah. Um, it's insane how busy May can get. Hopefully you've had a chance to, uh, to still find time to plug into this podcast where we can just touch base with each other and encourage each other and keep everything moving forward. So as per usual, we're going to start off with the man, Pastor Nick, that one thing you got to know. Travis hit us with the theme song. It's that one thing you got to know. Ow! That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even feel like what I have can live up to that intro. Thank you, Travis. Uh, no, uh, right now, you know, is it okay if I give two things you got to know? Please. Just depending on when they listen to this podcast. It's the two things you got to know. Ow! Two. two things. That's two. <laughs> First is that this Saturday, so if uh, you happen to be a podcast listener before Saturday, May 18th, 2019, 
we have First Step Plus, which that's kind of like the big thing for all of us um, on the Henderson team. That is what we're focusing on. This Saturday is going to be incredible. Uh, you know, if you were around Henderson, you got to hear the awesome Pastor Andrea Kessler talk about just all that's going to be going on for kids that day. Really a Bible boot camp where they can jump in and just come out having uh, concepts and teachings and uh, uh all, all that they'll learn on just how they can be better kids, better kids in your home. And, and why are they going to be better kids? Because we're going to teach them that God wants that from them. And when they're living for God and, you know, living through God's commands and what he tells us in the Bible, then they're going to be better kids in your home. And so we're going to really do a good job at that. Uh, try to do a good job at that par- partner with you as parents. But then there's also uh, high school and youth, uh, junior high and high school, all that's going to be going on for them that day. And then our adults as well, like, there's not anyone in the family that isn't going to have an incredible experience from 1 to 4.30 this Saturday. So yeah. hoping to see all of our teams there jump in. Even if you've been to First Step, um, you're listening to this like you're on fire. Like you don't need any more steps right now because you're just running uh, following Jesus, which is awesome. Still would love to have you there that day with us, serving with us, mm-hmm. um, watching the life change take place in that room and people take next steps. So that's this Saturday. And just to throw in the extra one thing you got to know, you know, right behind that, we have a pretty incredible food uh, drop. We're calling it the drop on June 1st. It's going to be an awesome day uh, where we get to serve this city. So not only do we need volunteers that day, uh, but we also need, um, we need clothing donations. Uh, Castaways is going to partner with us and help run kind of the whole clothing side, get homeless into nice outfits. They can get interviews in, get single moms, and their kids clothes like we want to be able to provide a lot of clothing for those in need that need clothes especially heading into a warm season um so if you have clothing that you don't mind donating or parting with um you want to do a little spring cleaning of your closet and uh your dresser drawers and all that then show up this uh saturday for uh, or no just anytime it doesn't have to be the saturday anytime between now and june 1st drop off uh, some clothing and you'll be hearing about it on the weekend, but would love to have people serve. would love to have people drop off clothing. That is awesome. Those two things you got to know, Travis Boom. theme song. Those two things you got to know. That's Ow. Uh, <laughs> I love that's the awesome. duet. It's cool. great. We're going to work. We're going to work on that. Um, sweet. So let's, let's dive into the message. Let's get right into the weeds. Uh, we had pastor Lori with us, uh, Lori will hype bringing a, bringing a word and, uh, c- celebrating moms with us this weekend. And, uh, brought some fire yeah and if i remember correctly travis you were saying you're really hoping to start us off with just initial takeaways yeah yeah i always i'm always prepared for that love that um yeah the fill the room was awesome Uh, i love when every time Lori gets to uh, come and just preach god's word uh just backtrack a little bit andrea crushed it this weekend on stage mm-hmm. yeah i know she was on like nine host times so good job andrea that's cool yes, it was lots of running but it was super fun running <laughs> that's the difference happy mother's day yeah <laughs> <laughs> and cool yeah i loved like her description of just like and she, every piece she gave a um advice she like put on a piece of clothing so that was cool to see that this is Lori, not andrea Lori, not andrea I, Sorry. I came clothed <laughs> <Went to, laughs> so was Lori. Lori was clothed everyone who wasn't there uh now we've done a bad fuck but yeah let's go into uh, matthew 15 as uh, the first verse uh that she was talking about uh, and she talked about verse 
18, but the words you speak come from the heart. That what defiles you or defies you. Uh, and so um, this whole um, chapter in chapter 15 is just about uh, inner purity and Jesus telling us and not telling telling people this time uh, about if you act, um, you can say everything you want, but if you don't act from the inside, that means nothing. So um, I'll go back a little bit. Just talks about uh, just the commandments of God and yeah. um, the, they're used this time frame. They were using excuses pretty much saying, uh, yeah, we can't help our parents because we have to give whatever we have to God, but God commands us to love our parents. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's just really setting up of like the inner side of everything is what really God um, calls us to, to love and, and to act on. And uh, that we don't, sorry, I'm stumbling on words, but yeah, that um, it's not just about, uh, I lost track, but yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So the big thing being, she told, you know, wanting us to upgrade our look, like you, you can have a great look, but like, how can we upgrade our look? Well, by doing that, we can strip off what is bad. Um, yeah. especially that which comes out of our mouth and then we can put on uh, basically what what God would say is good and what Paul teaches us in Colossians that is good to right. put on and the characteristics that can upgrade the look that we could all have yeah. and that was yeah she did a phenomenal job tying all of that together like i could tell she was going somewhere pretty early on like she started with a bracelet and then and i was like she's going somewhere with this and it just she did such a great job and it was Mm -hmm. such a great visual for all of us i don't think we'll forget that message anytime soon it really was and i was telling ariel like um it, it was one of those things where if you would kind of explain like to me ahead of time like hey i think what the, what a good visual would be is kind of as i speak through these things i'm going to add on accessories and like um a hat she did what she do bracelet jacket hat necklace glasses so she kind of added everything to complete the look right mm-hmm. i didn't and, miss uh, the, the i didn't ring. miss the turquoise ring, ring nice nice mm-hmm. santa fe um and i it was funny because i was still at ariel like uh I no, I just noticed I couldn't put my finger on it, but when she started speaking, I just kept thinking like, she looks different. Like I couldn't like I'm like I don't know what's going on. It just seems like not normal, Lori. And I just noticed it, but I didn't realize it was part of the thing. And then to have it draw out through the entirety of that message and to end and like how different she looked before and after. She really looked totally different. She looked yeah. like Lori after. Yeah, it was weird. And um, but yeah, like you said, like it's something that to- that did last with me. And um, yeah, the power of those types of visuals. It's something I always um, underestimate. I think when I'm considering stuff, even for a meeting or like if I'm doing a little devotional or something, I know people always try to find a good. Uh, visual or prop or something and I just mm-hmm. always shoot that stuff down in my mind ahead of time but then when other people do it I'm like I get it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so that's cool uh, yeah she did a great job and it challenged me you know I know we're not onto the application side yet but like even when she was going through the different characteristics that Paul talks about in Colossians like that night when I was in a conversation uh, you know Saturday night is when I listened. And so Saturday night when, um, getting my kids to bed and like that just being like an, 
awesome time anyways, but especially hard. It feels like on the weekends cause right. it's harder to say like, you have school in the morning. I get to bed now by your bedtime. They're like, but we don't have school. Can we? And so that's always a thing. And I just kept telling myself like, clothe yourself in compassion, Nick, like, and, and yes. gentleness, like clothe yourself mm-hmm. in gentleness, have this conversation out of gentle. Like it just really, um, I thought it was amazing. Like such a great challenge that she brought through each of those attributes in Colossians. And I know Nick, you have three little voices in those time periods. And, um, I only have one cause we, our baby doesn't really talk back right yet, but Andrea, you've got Tra- five. Andrea's five. So how have you had any, uh, how did that whole idea speak to you? Like, do you feel like you already got that stuff on wraps or do you have any pro tips or anything for those crazy moments in life with uh, all, with all the voices? Gosh. How do you, how do you, <laughs> how do you keep it together? Cause I feel like I feel boiling point come up time here and there. And I, I don't even have what you guys have to deal with. No, I don't. I definitely would not say that I'm always the most gentle and compassionate, but as my kids get older, I feel like it's getting easier in that sense. Like those, those little moments. One thing she did say though, and it came up just in our household this weekend. And I was like, thank you, Jesus, for the timing is, um, you can be mad at me, but you still have to respect me. And so that actually came up during one of our bedtimes. And I was like, that's really good. Thank you, Lori. I needed this message. (laughs) So yeah, but the compassion and gentleness, I think it's pretty much a baseline in our house, but that doesn't mean we don't fall off the baseline. We definitely do at times. Yeah, that's good. And um, uh, we were, we were following uh, Julie Richard kind of thought on this whole thing recently where Aaron and I are trying to keep it in mind because for Liam, he's just now, he's four and he's just now like really understanding like that he gets angry or if something upsets him, that's like why it goes south. So be like, well, I was angry because I wanted this. And so we were, we've been dealing with exactly this stuff where it's like, listen, it's okay to be angry or to be frustrated. That's okay. But you just can't just, you have to watch your behavior side. You can't disrespect mommy. You can't throw things. Right. Right. You can choose that. He's like, yes, but I was angry. We have to keep going back to, I know. Yes. Angry. It's just a whole battle. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't think fruit of the spirit teaching ever gets old. And I feel like whether it's in our house with our kids or as a kid's pastor, I feel like we are constantly going over their those because they have such high value but it was a really good reminder as a parent yeah. to clothe myself in them as well even though i know that i'm not always taught them in that way right. no. so yeah, that's good yeah i think it honestly like what challenged me the most is i think it's like one thing like you know the whole first part of colossians 3 you know paul is talking about like what to rid yourself from so whether yeah. it's anger rage malicious behavior uh He's a slander, dirty language, don't lie to each other. Like basically remove these sinful, this sinful nature and these wicked deeds, which that's one thing. Like, and that's definitely something that, you know, I'm obviously I'm not perfect at. I'm a very broken human being and can still resort back to some of these things. I'm not saying that I've got all these things under control, but nonetheless, like I do feel like I'm, I manage those, uh, pretty yeah. well. Um, but what, 
but Paul isn't telling us to just strip those off and then stay there. Like right. mm-hmm. that by not doing that, like that it's okay to just manage that pretty well. He's actually telling us not only do that, but then put this on. And I think that's something I've never um, reflected and really challenged myself on. I'm like, are you being, right. uh, you know, he said, clothe yourself with tenderhearted mercy. This is Colossians 3.12. If you've got a Bible in front of you, he says, so since God chose you, which that's another awesome thing. Since God chose us, we didn't earn this. This is what grace is all about. Like we have been chosen by God. That is an incredible thought to be holy people. He loves you, so you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Um, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. So he's he's saying so much more than like just don't be angry and don't be malicious yeah. and don't use bad language. I mean, he really is saying, you know, you have to stop doing that because you need to wear these clothes right here. This is what you need to surround yourself in. Um, so it's not, you, it's not okay to sit in the middle <laughs> if you're chosen by God. Like you have to strive to put, uh, mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience into who you are and your character. You should be wanting that and yeah, moving towards that. That's so awesome. good. And I was, um, I was studying back a little bit on this kind of section in scripture as well. And I thought, what was really speaking to me is this whole section, like this letter that Paul writes to this church, um, he's kind of encouraging like a newer church. Obviously all these churches are new at this point, but um, he kind of goes through like giving thanks to them. And then he got kind of addresses some of their issues that they have just pressures from the local culture. He's just kind of like talking through all that stuff for like the first half of Colossians. And then in this chapter, um, just the very beginning, it says, so if you, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. So right before he talks about put all this stuff off and put all these things on, he's basically kind of turning the conversation to say like, all right, this is all now because of the resurrection, because of what Jesus did, because of who you are in Jesus, these are the things that you got to do now. Like your life needs to be different because of where you're standing with God and so like to me that was kind of like a really cool big call that um, we can't just like rest in the grace or just rest in like the God saved me right um, which is an amazing great thing but we need to be kind of like taking these kind of encouraging words from a Paul where it's like change change what you're doing like live the new life now like all those things are dead so I think even like when he's yeah, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, of this impurities, evil desires, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, like you need to make these changes in your life. You need to actually put all that stuff on and like live differently now. Yeah, live exactly. as God intended to, for you to be. So, right. Pretty cool. No, that's super awesome. And what I like about the series in general is it's house rules. So, um, it really applies for people and adults with children, but also applies to me, like without children, um, especially in just our everyday relationships. I've yeah. been, what's been on my heart lately, um, is this word like comfortability could be the enemy and how we get comfortable in relationships. Oh, yeah. And for, like, for me, it's like humility, like in my really close friendships, like knowing, like Lori said, it's like being able to admit when we are wrong and asking for forgiveness. 
And what's more important than being right is that our relationships are right. right. And sometimes, like, the closer you are with someone, like, that can, like, humility and can kindness can go out the window a lot easier than, than for me, like, for someone who I just met. Like, of course, I'm going to be kind and nice to them. But if, like, someone's uh, annoyed me three days in a row, maybe that <laughs> I don't close myself with humility and, and yeah. kindness and uh, gentleness as easy. Um, so just recognizing, like, that um, sometimes comfortability can be an enemy of, like, of where we don't put on those uh, those attributes like when we should. And so Lori just reminded me of uh, that we need to do that. I really just love the what's more important than being right is that our relationships are right. Yeah, so, that's really that. good. It's a great thought. We quoted that line this weekend too. Gosh, there were so... No, oh, in kids home? ministry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. No, at home. And I was telling my mom about the message when she was over for Mother's Day. And I was like, she said this line and I just... You know, it's not always about being right, but that your relationships are right. And she's right. like, that's good. I'm going to go back and listen to it. I'm like, listen to it. It's so good. So. Yeah, it really was. That's awesome. Another way she, so this is kind of not awesome, but awesome. Because <laughs> like her message, like just obviously like when you're, I don't even know that Lori necessarily said this. Did she bring up Proverbs 15:1 at all? I can't remember that being in her, her message transcript, but that's basically where it says a gentle uh, answer turns away wrath. I don't, um, I don't remember it. No, but a harsh word mm-hmm. stirs up anger. So mm-hmm. I had taken a meeting in the coffee shop with, uh, a guy that, uh, potentially like really great conversation, wanted to potentially just moved here from Michigan, um, has been a, a pastor just by vocation his whole life and wanted to just jump in and, uh, become a ministry partner. So such a, uh, potentially. And, and so that was like such a blessing conversation, you know, just somebody wanting to, own the mission, excited about the church, new to town, and really finding a home here at Central. So that brought me so much joy. But then that was followed uh, by, at the conclusion of my meeting with him and standing up from my table, there was a gentleman who uh, asked to talk to me and just wanted to let me have it uh, on what his thoughts were at Central. And he was uh, very offended by uh, the fact that we uh, have such a message to broken people um, that we talk about drug addicts and alcoholics and, and, and just that, that those areas of brokenness and that we don't celebrate uh, the good in people. Uh, we don't just get up there and say, this is a good man. This is someone you should follow. This is a good man. And, and I'm going on a tangent. You know, obviously I corrected him yeah. here and just saying like, you know, we're not celebrating the person. It's not, none of us are good people. We've all fallen into sin. We're not, when we're, up there um celebrating what we're celebrating is that god did something in them and we're celebrating god saying thank you god yay god it's not the person it's the the only god could have done that mm-hmm. in them that we're celebrating and so that's why you don't we're not up there talking about all oh, everyone's good deeds although that's great but that's a responsibility we have that we got to give it up to god when he intervenes um to ever spur us in a position to live out those good deeds. So anyway, I'm ranting, but they, the, what kept coming into my mind the whole time was Lori's message, just about clothing yourself in gentleness. And then this, <laughs> that Proverbs 15, one, like she didn't even say it, but just, it's funny how scripture kind of connects. all in different ways connects. Cause I just, in my head, it just kept saying like, Nick, a gentle word will turn away this wrath. A gentle word would, will turn away this wrath. And it was 20 minutes and, you know, he kept, he thanked me for listening to him. He kind of brought the 
it down a little bit. I don't think he'll be back to central because I didn't say we were going to change and that, that didn't, that's what he wanted. Uh, but (laughs) nonetheless, like I just knew like, all right, hang in there, Nick, and just keep, you know, and Andrea, I don't know if you know, if it's like a male, female, uh, difference by any means, but a guy to guy, when they're like bowing up on you, um, you know, and they're pointing their finger at your chest and you almost like, that's like, it, you, it's, like it's almost like it's I don't know if it's like yeah instinctually like you want to like kind of it's like all right who's going to be the alpha here like I will mm. slam you right now right like not <laughs> physically I would never touch the guy but like if you want to go into like theology or you like I'll go toe-to-toe with you right now and we'll I'll you know I'll put you in your place but like just guy to guy like that's kind of how he made me feel in that moment but yet um it just shows you, and I'm not giving myself a pat on the back, but it just shows you when you meditate on scripture, when yeah. you clothe yourself in these things and you truly try to obtain that, like I could have done that. And who knows where the conversation would have gone? Who knows the scene that would have been caused right in the middle of the coffee shop? You know, just all the ramifications from an argument in the church like that. But I just kept leaning into like gentleness a gentle word like those things and luckily you know you know answer prayer that like it just uh ended kind of peacefully and him on his way me on my way um and i feel like i i did the best i could to represent our church and what god's doing here but nonetheless i just thought it was incredible that do do females do when how do you guys respond when somebody's Someone's getting catty with you. I yeah. was going to say. Like and they want to like let you have it. Like, I don't know if it's a personality thing, but uh, maybe, yeah. I I don't go for the alpha thing as much, but yeah. it's hard. I will say as a female, when a male still feels like they need to approach mm. a, pers- a female right. that way and get almost like I'm bigger than you, taller than you. My voice is going to be louder than you. Like I'm going to Lord over yeah. how I'm going to yeah. approach this. Yeah. So that can be really more intimidating, but I don't necessarily, cause I still approach it with, I have to have a wise response. I have to have a gentle response. Right. I can't go with like what my earthly response wants to be. Right. Um, and it's funny when you were talking about like somebody who, they don't wrap their head around us focusing on the, it's okay to not be okay. Um, I had recently, and I'm probably going to do really bad justice to how it was approached, but there was a talk I had listened to. Um, and it was talking about the 99, Jesus left the 99 and they were like, and sometimes people get really upset that churches can focus on the one. They get really upset about that until you're the one or your kid is the one or that somebody you know is the one then it matters that the church focuses on the one so never stop focusing on the one and i think as a church we're not going to back down on that right um and i feel really good with you know our stance on that and that i'm sure you approached it in a really gentle compassionate way that we just have things we're going to die on a hill about and that's that's one of them so and i kept telling him like if we've let you down if we've disappointed you that is the church that is not jesus and i want you to know our job is to point you to him he has not let you down right so i hope you find a city or a church in this city in this valley that meets you know your needs and allows you to lean into that relationship because that's the most important don't let it stand right. in the way. Um, and if central is in the way, 
because of that exactly that that we focus on um on the on the broken on the hurting on the extreme mm-hmm. um not that and, and everyone we we we're going to help everyone grow in jesus but that's just where that's what we're going to do that's what we're called to in the city and and that's what our weekends are all about. I kept trying to teach him right. that too. I'm like, just come to first step. Like if you want more out of the weekend, right. like you got to jump in, but he was already done. <laughs> Who he knows? just wanted Maybe. to let me Maybe know. That he's uh, done. Sure. Maybe. Maybe we'll see him. First step, May 18th. One yeah. to four thirty. Come on down. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> it was a good coffee shop combo. And we'd love to see you on the 18th. Yes. Right. Oh, That's man. It. The Bible project actually had a really cool picture and it sort of ties all of these ideas together on, you know, how do we put some of these things off or why are we supposed to and um, to not worry about you know defending ourselves in a sense or like turning to disunity Um, they did a really cool like illustration of it it's like the reason all this stuff changes and uh, you know Colossians continues into more of like family dynamics as well like why do uh, how do husbands serve their wives and wives submit to their husbands and all this stuff out of kind of more equality And anyway, they kind of draw a picture of, like, Jesus taking the headship of all these things. And he's like, the reason that uh, we are able to lean into this, and Paul's telling you to to change those social dynamics, is you're now submitting to a different master. So if the Lord of all of this is God, then it's not your place to, you know, to avert your authority over someone else or to argue or to, like, fight or to any of this because your your new position and the new way in this life is to submit all of that to god so it's not your spot to be worried about that stuff like he just calls us to one one mode and that's towards unity towards gentleness kindness and i thought that was a really cool way to like draw it because like like they kind of he drew it like a new family like new relationships Mm -hmm. i'm like that's really cool like that that kind of ties it all together for me like when people ask those tough questions about you know like what does it mean for wives to submit or for husbands to just do everything for their um you know wives and kids and obey your parents but fathers don't have a harsh word like it's all this kind of like kind of like difficult stuff sometimes where people like pick and choose like a part of it but how does it all equal out and that picture i thought was like ah i get that like that just like makes it way easier it's like Mm -hmm. we're all in this line up to this new master now and that's why he's your lord and he's over these things so anyway i thought that was cool Mm -hmm. that's good probably shift into just final um application points Uh, like (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if um you know we probably kind of touched around the edges on that but if you guys had any personal applications that you were just like kind of taking out of the message or study or any suggested things that you might have for the team on the pod you guys go first i kind of want to end with mine because mine yours is the best i think it's okay mine's the mine's the worst (laughs) so i'll go first uh but yeah i have a couple of things uh i don't think we mentioned but this saturday before first step plus you can come hang out in the park. So we'll have um, at 11.30, we'll have the grill going. We have a couple of food trucks coming. We'll have a little patio party. So if little you're... pre-party. Little pre-party. So if you're bringing the kids, come out, come hang out. We'll play some games. We'll hang out and just really have some cool community time. 
Yeah. Um, the other thing is, it's kind of just an information piece, but you guys are the home team. You guys are the real, the true homies. So I'm going to let you guys know if you haven't heard, but we're doing some baptisms this weekend. Yeah. Um, and by a couple, I'm hoping a lot. And so we're going to, uh, it's going to be just a small piece of Judd's message um, right at the end. Um, so still show up. Uh, it's going to be a cool week four of House Rules. That's right. Four? Yep. Four, week four already. And uh, just come watch out afterwards. If you know anyone who wants to get baptized, it's super simple. They can just walk up front. Um, you'll know when and instructions from inside. Um, but then afterwards, just go outside the park and just watch all this life change because that's uh, that's my favorite part of we're talking about going after that one. Yeah, we'll good. see a, a lot of, of those ones this weekend. That's right. I love that idea. Like if you've never watched before, if you're kind of tuning in like a, like a, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Like we're doing a baptism thing. It's sort of easy to feel like, but I'm so busy right now, and I've got kids all over the place, and i got to get to here. Um, man, highly encouraged. Get out there. Take the family out there. Um, it sparks awesome conversations with friends, family members, just to w- witness those moments. But also, like you're saying, Travis, that why do we do what we do? And to see that moment with people, like that will totally fill your tank and get you back to to fullness so that's a great one and if you have kids under the age of what do we say 12 usually 12 yeah yeah Yeah. just keep in mind you know it's one thing we like to always highlight is it's a pool like i know with my four-year-old cosette when it was windy and freezing at nighttime on friday yeah good friday and we were baptizing in the troughs like (laughs) she was right there by me she's like i want to get baptized i'm like you want to get in the water? She said, no, I want to get baptized right now. I'm like, you want to, what does it mean? Tell me what it means right now. And like, you know, obviously um, we haven't had that conversation uh, about asking Jesus into our life yet, but it's really important that your kids aren't confused by it when they're out there and they see pools, they think summer swim, I'm ready to get (laughs) baptized, which it is an awesome thing. And I I don't ever want to like mitigate or take away from a kid that truly is ready, that's made a decision and they know they want to step into baptism, but only you're going to really know that as a parent, like, are they doing it for kind of the excitement hype of the pool moment or do they truly know the decision they made, which then baptism is a symbol of that so if you're unsure of that your best next step with your kid is uh uh 316 right like our first step for kids and we'll have one right at the end of camp season because we want to capture all those kids that come home and maybe they're ready to make that decision or have some more questions want to partner with their parents um we want to partner with parents so yeah june 30th at one o'clock we are going to have it here at our henderson location and it'll just really um summarize what does salvation look like what does baptism mean like all of those questions that i agree i think a lot of kids they see the pools that seems awesome or they've seen a friend get baptized and like we're gonna do this together and i'm like but i i would love for a kid to be able to articulate that and for it to be a moment that they're going to remember not something that they have to renew because they're constantly like I think I'm ready again. Right. I think I'm ready this year. I think I'm right. like, well, you just want to, yeah. And you wouldn't want to confuse your kid later where yeah. like when they're a high schooler, they're thinking, did I accept Jesus into my heart? Well, I got baptized and we right. all know baptism doesn't save you. Right. It's that decision. It's that, um, that's the most important. So we want to make mm-hmm. sure they've captured that first. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, I know for my sort of application point, um, what set me just, it's not natural for me for some people it is but being the encourager 
um, you know, that whole kind of idea, sort of what you were saying, Nick, like we're not just called to put off the bad stuff, we're specifically called to put on the good stuff. And uh, Lori mentioned that her role is being the head cheerleader of her home, of the church, and that's what she's here to do. And um, that whole kind of idea of encouragement sort of stuck with me um, because it's not natural. Like, of course, I'm it's friendly, like love hanging out with people and all that stuff. But like speaking words of encouragement for some reason has always felt just like weird to me. And I don't know why, but um, I've kind of like marking this sort of moment as like I want to try to like step out of my comfort zone in that way. And to just specifically speak words of encouragement into people and like try to make that a point of my day. Like yeah. look for a way to do it. Family, friends, everybody. Just I want to be that that personality. Um, anyway, yeah, so that, that's, cool. that's just something that I know that I want to work on. Maybe that rings true with yeah, many awesome. of y'all as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I don't know which. I have two, but I will... I'll do two things. No, I'll do one. I'll do one. So as far as gentleness and compassion and just those attributes, I remind my kids a lot and I needed to be reminded this weekend, um, just from hearing Lori's message is sometimes it's not about saying words. Like there are words of encouragement, but sometimes it's just about listening and it's not, you're not listening to formulate your response. Like I think sometimes people are just waiting to like, now it's my turn. Now I get to say what I've been wanting to say. Like just listen. And that can be one of the most compassionate, gentle things that we can do for yeah. somebody is just to let them be heard. Yeah, that's so good. So, Hey, Andrea, what yeah. was your second point? <laughs> my second point. Okay, so you were talking about the encouragement. This is totally a mom tip that is stolen because okay. all my Love mom it. tips or parenting tips are stolen is when you're talking about encouragement that if you can remember the number three, so now we're going back to oh, David Hughes. David Hughes, shout out. Okay, but this was not his message. But number three, so there's three times a day that you can encourage your kids that are going to be like probably the most productive times to be encouraging. It's when they wake up when you pick them up from school or like when you get to re-enter the scene with them and right before bed. And if you can take three minutes, three times a day, that mm. is the most critical nine minutes of their day. That's awesome. That's really so cool. if you can speak words of life into your kids during those times. So obviously as a parent, you want to be invested all day long, but you know, top priority is be invested those nine minutes. Those yeah. are the nine minutes. Right when they wake up, for. right when they get out of school. Sounds right pretty easy, guys. Just nine minutes a day. It's nine That's minutes right. a day parenting. I love this. We are giving and you the you're... excuse that you only have to parent nine minutes a day. That's it. Yep. <laughs> That's, That's it. <laughs> then you can But no, them. you can have a huge impact on their life. That's really good. That's, That's really good, Andrea. Well, I'm gonna I'm just gonna finish with a little um and I d I don't mean for this to you know Bring it home now. What I kind of am sensing feeling right now. And I think sometimes like anytime there's like a little like, like I don't like that in the air. I don't like that in the water. Um, it can just be caused by a couple. So I don't like to blanket like the team in general, but I feel like I've been hearing a lot right now across our ministry teams. Like, Ooh, I heard the team saying this and I heard the team saying that. And it's kind of in all this like clothing yourself and, and mercy and gentleness and putting on these great things and stripping off the bad. Like one thing that we could really be doing to lock arms as a church is just 
not to let any sort of malicious language, gossip, and and sometimes I I think our team members they don't even realize it's necessarily gossip, right. but they're filling in the gaps. And you know, it's no secret that like Central has had a couple transitions, or that there's some there's just things going on, and that's in any church. Like things go on, people don't stay around forever, and God calls people places, and it doesn't mean that anything ever has to be weird or negative or. And, and I'm not even speaking of just one specific thing. I'm kind of just speaking broadly, but I feel like, you know, I've just heard that enough lately. Like, Ooh, so-and-so thinks that the reason this is, and, and I call it in like filling, filling in the gaps. They, they think that this person went there because of this and they're, you're, there's team members filling in their own narrative um, on the things that they don't know. Um, and then what that does is that turns into just like heavy gossip and almost like at times like slander towards people and like very hurtful and we don't need that in our own body. So I would just say like, if you have questions, if you have gaps, if you, there's things you don't know, you know, two things, first of all, you're just sometimes going to have to be okay with that in life. (laughs) There's just going to be times that you don't know things and you, doesn't mean you can just fill them in with your own answers. You got to be okay with that. Um, the second thing is if it's just a burning question or you feel like something you've been told doesn't seem to fit right and it's causing you any sort of like dissension or, or uh, just kind of like a, a dark cloud over you, speak up to your staff leader. Find a staff leader, someone that you know is on staff or a pastor or a ministry leader, and just bring it to them in a way of, you know, this might be none of my business but this is something I was told, could you clear this up for me? Because we try to be very, um, you know, in a sensitive way, like overly communicative with our, our staff leaders and yeah. teams so that they can handle these type of conversations and so that we can never make sure that stuff is, um, you know, kind of starts turning into, I, I just call it kind of like in the water, like in the air. Like it's like, ugh. Like we want to rid that because we all have a goal. We have a focus. So it's just, if you're caught in that in any way, and I know I'm only talking to a few cause I'm sure like across all of our teams, it's healthy, it's growing, it's awesome. Um, and so I don't ever like just addressing the few, but I would say just kind of step yourself out of that step into, um, what a healthy church body would be. And that is just speak up to your ministry leader, let them clear that up and let's keep moving forward. Cause I promise you, God has his hand on this place. And the last thing he would want is us being broken from the inside due to, you know, those kind of conversations. So little location pastor rant, if you will, just making sure we're staying in direction and on point. I think too, with you saying that, like in the space that in the time of maybe you don't know what you don't know, and you're not going to get the gaps filled in. And in the time of you're going to speak up and not out. So you don't right. need to go to all your teammates, all exactly. your um, you know, friends about this. But trying to find that space with your staff member is, this is a Lisa Bodine-ism. Yeah. Mm. But it's awesome. I like is her. She's, to, a... she's pretty awesome. <laughs> she's pretty... Um, to have generous thoughts in the meantime. Like yeah. just to have generous thoughts of the situation. Because if you start going down the trail of negativity, it usually snowballs really fast. Yeah, so just have really generous good. thoughts yep. until you can speak to somebody. Or like you said, you just don't know what you don't know. Generous thoughts. Assume the best. Speak mm-hmm. up, not out. Mm-hmm. Super good. Yep. And it's like that same idea. Like just let let God be the Lord of that stuff. Like it's just like, you don't have to be the person to like judge any situation. Like let's just put off all that stuff, 
put on the good stuff, and move on forward. Yeah? Don't spill the tea. Don't, don't sip the tea. Don't drink the don't tea. Don't sip the don't. tea. Don't even look at tea, guys. Don't. Stay no, away from tea. No tea. And if you're wondering what are they talking about, if you want to be <laughs> cool like us and using the young language of today, spill the tea is another word for gossip. Yeah. So when you say don't gossip, don't spill the tea. If you're sipping the tea, that means you're listening to gossip, so oh. don't sip the tea. Don't be doing that. Don't do that either. Come if you're on. brewing tea, actually, I don't know what brewing tea means. <laughs> if you're brewing tea, that means you're um, falsifying the gossip. Oh, mm. You're the one that's stirring oh. the pot, if you will. Or you're actually yeah. just brewing tea, like, like I, green possible. tea. I really right. like tea, but if you see me around the campus, just so I know that you listen to this and you stuck with us through the whole podcast, just look at me and say, Nick, I'm staying away from tea. <laughs> and I'll know what you're talking about. That's code. For sure, As people code. near you are going to be like, oh, is it one of those churches? Is that considered strong drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't drink or sip the tea around here. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, really appreciate uh, this time together. Um, we've got some fun. Uh, we're about to go to camp season here in just a couple of weeks. But we're going to take this pod on the road. Like, I think Travis oh, was when we thought of this, if yeah. I remember. And I'm I love the idea so much. It fired me up. So... We're actually going to take the stuff out to the camps and try to just grab a little bit of time here and there where we can share stories like what is happening out there. Like first mm-hmm. one up is um, our kids camp. Um, so we're going to like find a, a time to pull aside out there, plug it all in and just give you all a little bit of behind the scenes. Like this is what we saw happen out here. We should yeah. interview a kid. Yes. Let's interview should. a kid. We gotta do so it. Don't want to miss camp. Awesome. Also, I want to put Andrew on the spot. Can we confirm a cameo on camp week? Yeah. We can do this. All yes. right. It's going to be good. It'll be awesome. Maybe yeah. one of Andrea's kids. Ooh. I will have a few kids up there. <laughs> some of them will be there. Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> they all come in some way with me. <laughs> so we, we will be able to find a Kessler kid for yeah. sure. <laughs> Not a problem. Never a problem. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much. And as you go into this week and you're putting on the good stuff, also remember what it says in Romans 8, that if God is for us, who can, can be, be against, against us? us? Have a great week. Peace. Call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey.